Yo, what's going on? It is three o'clock today. I was able to make it on time. No technical difficulties today. Although now that I've said that, touch wood, I'm sure that I have jinxed it. How are you guys today though? It is Sunday, June 7th. Yeah, June 7th, uh, 3 p.m. here, Central Time in the U.S., coming to you live from the basement in Guttenberg, Iowa. What's going on, everybody? Who's here today? We got Martha, and we've got Jeff Flanagan on the treadmill uh, all week watching virtual runs on YouTube. Very cool. Uh, Austin Allison's here. Uh, let's see. We've got Nathan and Bert Leges. Cool. Stevie76 says, yo, what's going on? Uh, Adam Anderson says, hello, everybody. What's going on, everybody? Yeah, Mark Rainey says, yo, on time. I am on time today. Um, believe it or not, I am. Uh, I tried to be a stickler for punctuality. Uh, it doesn't always work out for me. And I think part of that for me these days is it's hard because there's just not a lot of structure in my day anymore. So I, I it doesn't excuse it, but uh, that explains a lot of it. Um, and I'm trying to do some new things. So the things take longer than usual. And then I'll run into surprises. Like today, I came down here to get ready to do the live stream. Uh-oh. Uh All right. Losing a little bit of bandwidth here. Uh, but I came down here to do the live stream, and the dog had come down and peed on the basement floor. So I had to take care of that. And, uh, you know, I mentioned before, he is a sneaky peer. And when I do take him to, like, my in-law's house, for example, when we go for Thanksgiving, we tend to go for a long time. Sometimes we bring him, sometimes we board him. But when we bring him, I tend not to just let him roam around the house because I feel like he waits for people to stop paying attention to him. And then when he has opportunity, he'll just go pee somewhere. So that's, in a nutshell, my dog. Uh, whenever the vet asks, how's he doing? Like when the dog's doing well, I say, he's fine. He's his grumpy um, kind of like troublemaker self. That's kind of how I normally describe him. Um, so I guess that means he's in a good mood if he's peeing in the basement. But for now, I put him in uh, in the crate so that way uh, that's where he sleeps and that's, that's where he's comfortable. So it's not a punishment, but I put him in the crate so that way he wouldn't go sneaky pee while I'm doing the live stream. Um, Super Schmoltz says, hello, just got back from a tough 2.5. Good to see you. Hopefully you're doing well, holding it down in, in, in the neighborhood. Uh, Christopher Colangelo says, doing well. What new shoes are you most excited to try this summer? Um, hmm. I would say right now, of the shoes that I haven't tried yet, I'm still eagerly awaiting the Adizero Pro. Cause that's like the the last kind of like question mark for me on the year in terms of what shoes are really gonna be um new and very different. The Adizero Pro is probably near the top of that list. Um Drake Holtry says, yo, from Dallas, it's hot. I bet I've I've been hearing that it's super hot lately. Um, Kiefer Vacation says, yo, you doing the Believe in the Run month of grit? Yes. I think the, the, um, the sign up date has changed to tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'm working with them at least to help like promote it and talk about the event too. So they are going to comp me uh, an entry, but, um, I think I'm going to sign up for, I think the 300 mile is the highest, uh, level. So I think I'll sign up for that. Um, but I think that starts tomorrow. They delayed the start of the sign-up because it coincided, uh, I think it was on Global Running Day, so the day after Blackout Tuesday. And I thought very prudently that they decided to like um, ease up from that a little bit and decided to hold off the start date. So I think that we sign up tomorrow. Um, 
Austin Allison says, if you're not 15 minutes early, you're late, right? Yeah, I wish I could say that I very firmly adhere to that kind of mantra, but I do not. Um, but it's something that I aspire to. I'm a little bit dark today. I've been messing around with the lights in here a little bit, but I just think that, well, today I think I'm just going to be a little bit dark, and that's okay. Um, Christopher Williams says, hi again. What's your opinion on Under Armour Hover? Uh, my opinion is that right now I'm kind of waiting to see what Under Armour does with their running division because it seemed like for a while and it's, I still kind of get the sense. I guess Believe in the Run would know really well because they're and then they're all, both in Baltimore and it's in their backyard. But I get this. I, sometimes I get the sense that they're only like half-heartedly into it or they're taking more of like a Reebok approach to it where Reebok is more like we make running shoes for people who normally don't run. So like the Reebok running shoes all seem to, and I could be way wrong on it. I know a lot of you guys have been recommending very hard and very insistently that I recommend some Reeboks, but I just get the sense that their main focus is on gym treadmill um, and like the high intensity interval training. Is that what it is? Is that what HIT stands for? High intensity, whatever, whatever. Uh, um, oh no, it's not receiving enough. I think I'm not moving around enough for YouTube to, um, do the live stream properly so i'll keep moving um but i think that reebok has had that kind of approach to it and sometimes i feel like under armor is taking that approach to it as well because i do feel like they kind of compete uh those two brands and for the same demographic that being said the last under armor shoe that i run in i think was more than two years ago at this point but i did really enjoy it and i thought that the the foam that they have was a bit heavy but had promise so i was looking forward to some updates the year after that I ran in the Under Armour Hover CGR Mid, which was a winter shoe, um, or at least a coldish weather shoe, it was a mid-top. It was weird, uh, but I liked it. Um, all they did was like upper updates. They didn't do anything with like the midsole. So I was like, it doesn't seem like they're really investing. So um, I'm always kind of like on, on not sure where they're going. I'm kind of waiting to see what they do. That's my opinion on it. Um, Let's see, someone mentioned, Thomas Jackson said, hey, I listened to your interview with Flores today on a 32K run. Oh, awesome. Thanks for checking that out. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Um, yeah, all right. Bert Leguess says, um, Kofuzi, are you missing the city? Were you raised in the city when you were younger? Um, I do miss the city quite a bit, but I also very much don't right now because I was not enjoying Chicago like the last... 60 days or so because it just felt like my wife and I kind of explained it as we were living in a situation where we had all the negatives of city living with none of the benefits. So the way we live, we didn't have, uh, and I'm going to try to move around a little bit because it seems like YouTube doesn't like it when I stay too still. But, um, uh, you know, we have a smaller space. You have less room for toys and things and uh, room to spread out uh, because in exchange for having say your own fish tank we are our members at the aquarium and in exchange for having like a backyard swing set we have like Lincoln Park and like the lakefront as our backyard when all those things close down when the zoo closes down uh, the botanical gardens closes down all the great things about city living like vanish and so then all you now have is just a really small space and you can't go outside and when you want to go outside you got to send your kids to an elevator and I was just having a hard time with it. So I don't miss that right now. And I'm very happy where I am currently, but like, I'm very nostalgic for like last summer. That was great. 
Um, so yeah, that was a very long winded answer. Sorry about that. But I was not raised in a city when I was younger. I grew up in the suburbs of New Jersey. And then in fact, uh, by the time I graduated from high school, we had moved again towards the West side of the state, which was pretty rural, um, at least for like East coast standards. And so, I mean, there were cornfields and farms in the area. Um, one of my jobs in high school was I worked on a pumpkin patch. Um, me and a couple other guys from the track and cross country teams uh, worked for this farmer. And in the spring, we would plant seeds, uh, which we did by hand or by foot. You would dig your foot into the ground, drop a couple seeds in there, and then walk. And we did it in a line so that way all the seeds would be planted like equidistant. And so we would all like use the toe of your foot and I, I had my Asics and I would like my track shoes and I would dig a hole in the ground. So Asics are good for running and also for farming. Uh, dig a little divot, drop some seeds and then we'd all like look at each other, make sure we were all lockstep, move forward, drop some more seeds, move lockstep, move, some, move forward. And then in the fall, in like September, um, we would pick the pumpkins. And um, for the longest time I could not eat pumpkin pie or especially not touch pumpkin seeds or be anywhere near pumpkin seeds. I just absolutely hated it. So that's kind of how I grew up. Um, New Jersey, I think, is a great state to live in. It's close to everything, but near nothing. It's one of those kinds of places in my mind. No offense to New Jersey, it just wasn't for me. I just got really tired of being in a car a lot. And so um, I didn't uh, very much like it. I felt very isolated in a lot of ways because this was the days before, like, I mean, I, I, I mean, AOL Instant Messaging existed when I was in high school, but people really weren't using it. And so, like, you know, I mean, I'm a little bit older. We had dial-up modems. Uh, our internet speeds were measured in BODs. So, um, you know, it, it felt very isolating at, at times to live in that state for me. So I love being, like, really close to everything and being able to just, like, get outside and walk to somewhere. Um, yeah, Frank LaHoulier, there's a little bit of lag here. Sorry about that today. Uh, I think it's the internet speed. Um, I feel like we're really taxing the little Wi-Fi router that's in this house. Um, it's been, you know, just hanging out, relaxing for a long time. And then all of a sudden everyone came here and all we do is stream and upload stuff. And so like uh, periodically, I think it just like has to take a breath and like stops. So like we'll be streaming like a movie and like the girls will be on their iPads. And, and then all of a sudden like everything will pause for a second. And then like 10 seconds later, it'll pick back up. So sorry about that. I thought the girls were just, they just got home, but they, go, they went out, um, they went for a quick drive uh, to pick up packages. We've been having packages sent to uh, my sister-in-law's house. Um, and so they went to go pick them up. My sister-in-law like left them in the, or at least that was the plan, left, left them in the driveway so we can pick them up. Um, so that's where they were. I was thinking with no you know, Apple TV streaming, no kids on iPads, you know, I thought maybe it would be better, but I just, don't know. The, it's a little box that could, I think. It's trying. Ken Pfaff says, hello from New York. They ran the New York Roadrunners virtual one-mile race 610. Awesome. Not bad for a 66-year-old. That's great. Uh, I would be second in the 65 to 69 age group, but Strava lost my birthday for some reason, and you had to re-enter it. Oh, oh, man. That's a shame that you didn't get your age group award. Man. Um, yeah, Drake Holtry said on Reebok and Ultra Armor are trying to hack the live stream. That's what the um, that's that's what the lag is from. Yeah, um, yeah, that poor router is out of shape. It needs math tra training. Yeah, so you know, 
I think uh, this is not math training as far as like <laughs> internet speeds go for a router. This is just like going from, you know, this is like couch to marathon for sure. Um, Harry Chrono says, what's the first thing you ever bought from Amazon? I'm trying to think. I've been buying stuff from Amazon for a very long time. Um, I, I remember I was like one of the first people that I knew that had a Prime membership. So I've really enjoyed using Amazon. Um, but I can't remember what the first thing it was. It was probably headphones. Uh, Tom Anderson's checking in from uh, Macclesfield. I think that's saying that, right? Macclesfield, UK. Awesome. Um, CV76 says, do you offer CLE credits for this live stream? Not for this live stream, but I do teach CLE, um, continuing legal education, for which um, sometimes there, most of the time there is continuing legal education credits. So, yes, but not today. <laughs> uh, Frank Julia says, it was probably a book. It, oh, you know what? It may have been. It may have been a book. Uh, it probably was a book now that I think about it. You're right, Frank. Um, Tom Anderson says, just finished watching Wonderland, Gary Robinson's FKT attempt around Mount Rainier. Anything similarly you would like to attempt, Kofusi? Yes, I just went on to like the fkt.com or .org site today because I think that I'm going to try an FKT. Well, I don't even know if it would. I, I wasn't sure if it would be an FKT. Um, I'm going to try to run the Heritage Trail in eastern Iowa. Now, I know there's a lot of Heritage Trails, lots of places in the world, but the one in eastern Iowa starts in Dubuque. Uh, which is the closest, I guess, city to here. I think it, the population is about 60,000. I could be wrong on that. Um, and runs for about 25 miles, relatively flat uh, dirt road, mostly tree covered, although there's some very conspicuous parts without tree cover. You're just like running out in the open. Um, and I'd like to run that. It ends in Dyersville, uh, which is the nearest like town from where my wife grew up. And so that is going to be, I think, depending on how you measure it, 25 to 26 miles and so like there's like an end to the trail but i'll probably go from like sign to there's like a sign for the heritage trail i'll probably run to that um and count that as the route but i went on the fkt site to check to see if there was an existing one there isn't an existing fkt so but to, to do it you have to submit it first they approve it and then you can submit a time so i'll i uh, signed up for an account that's step one then i will have to submit the route That'll be step two. I haven't done that yet. Hopefully, I'll do that tonight. And then at some point, I'll run the FKT. I think we're gonna. We. I think our current plan is that we're gonna move in with Sarah's parents, my wife's parents, um, next weekend or so. And then um, that is closer to the end of the trail. And I think what I might do is I might drive to the end of the trail, and then run back towards home. So that way someone can only have to drive like five minutes to pick me up. So I'll, I think I'll do that. So that might be in like a week, maybe two weeks, but it'll be like 25 or 26. And if there isn't an FKT, then whatever I run is going to be the FKT. So I think I'll just, you know, take my time, <laughs> but I'm sure that there is someone that's run it much faster. Um, but you know, they haven't lo logged it on fkt.com or .org. I don't remember. Um, yeah. Uh, Joey Lucky says, just checked his Amazon. He said the iPhone 4S case was the first thing that he ordered. Oh, interesting. Dan Rodriguez says, thoughts on calf compression sleeves? Uh, yeah, I like them. I like them a lot. I usually use them in situations where I think I might either, I'm worried about dehydration um, or just like extreme muscle fatigue. 
or if I'm worried about like just having a little bit of extra warmth. So if like just shorts seems like it's a little bit chilly, then I might put on calf compression sleeves. Or if I'm gonna like, I ran with calf sleeves for the tunnel marathon because it did start out relatively chilly. It was like 40 something degrees at the start, actually really nice. Um, and I was worried that I was gonna de get dehydrated because there weren't that many water stops for that race. There was enough, there was plenty, but it wasn't like a, like a road marathon where there's like a stop every mile or a mile and a half. It was like once every like three miles or so. So the, that's when I wore it and I, I think it works out well. I think most of the marathons that I run I've been running in calf sleeves. I just, I like it for racing. Um, Malcolm Kent says, Hey, Kavuzi, I know you take shoes to 100 miles and donate them, but do you ever love a shoe so much that you keep it past 100 mile mark? Yes. So usually the ones that I keep are like the beacon I usually keep. Um, ooh, the battery just died on that light. Um, the beacon I usually keep, the Pegasus I usually keep. Um, I've kept some Vaporfly past 100 miles. Uh, some of the racers I'll, I'll keep past 100 miles just to see how they hold up. Um, but usually like Pegasus and Beacon, those are like the two that I'll like always keep. Um, yeah, uh, yo, I, Mark Rainey says, yo, Iowa, what's going on? Sounds like Kofuzi is about to lay down FKTs across the 50K radius. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only way that I'll be able to do it if I make them really long, because I do think that there are very, some very talented cross-country runners in the region. Um, so if it's anything that's like in like the 10K distance or shorter, I think that there's no way I can have one. But for, you know, but FKTs usually aren't like 10Ks. You know, they're usually very long, so um I think maybe I can make some, but I'll have to have like some decently like repeatable, like known trails. Uh, and the Heritage Trail I think is one. Uh, Linus FTE, I think that's what that is, says, do you think a chest strap heart rate monitor is worth the money? I think so. I think it is. I've, I run with one. I've been using the chest strap for the summertime um, and I run with one every day. Um, let's see, Drake Holtry says, does your wife ever get on to you about spending too much money on running gear? Do you have a monthly budget on running shoes and gear? Your channel makes me want to buy more, LOL. Um, no, we haven't really talked too much about it because um, I, the YouTube ad money isn't really making me uh, a lot of money, uh, but it's getting to be a decent amount where I think that for the most part, um, the revenue outs, you know, outpaces the spending and a decent amount of shoes do get sent to me. Um, so, uh, between those two things, uh, it's kind of like a hobby that's making a little bit of money, uh, is the way we ultimately see it. Although it takes up so much time, it definitely, if we're doing like a marginal utility analysis of it, you know, I'm definitely upside down, but in terms of the spending, she doesn't, she kind of lets me figure out what I want to do, um, as far as the channel goes. So she never gets to me about it, but I think if I were like, a, you know, I know, <laughs> I know I've encouraged a lot of you to buy a lot of shoes um, and I hope that you're enjoying them and that they're working out for you and you're enjoying running more than ever uh, and feeling great. Uh, but I, I know that like a lot of people have said like, you know, it, it can tend to cause a little bit of friction. But the way I see it is it's um, like, it's a much cheaper hobby than, uh, you know, being an average college football fan where you have to like, I mean, I guess a lot of people watch college football with their friends at their friend's house. But like if you go to a bar and watch games all day, um, you know, and you do that some with somewhat a regularity, you know, it gets to add up. If you play golf, that's a very expensive sport. Um, so, I mean, 
as far as expensive sports goes, expensive hobbies, I think running is still relatively cheap, even the way I do it. Um, MJM says, Hempstead High School in Dubuque is right near the Heritage Trail off of the Northwest Arterial. Their cross-country team has seven runners last year under 16 flat. Whoa, they will be coming for you. I had no idea. Um, that's crazy. Um, man, I'll have to keep an eye out for them if I'm ever out there. But yeah, seven high school runners under 16, that, uh, under 16 minutes, you know, for the 5K. That is, uh, that is incredible. Um, yeah, I mean, if they see me, I'll just be like the old guy with a backpack on. You know, they'll be like, who, who's this dude? Uh, one time I was running the Harris Trail down in Epworth. Um, and uh, that's not where I, like, started. But, like, that's where I was running through. And there's a place where, like, people have, meet and congregate. Although there isn't really a parking lot, you have to, like, drive your car down, like, a grassy hill to get to it. But there's, like, a shelter, a picnic table, and a porta potty um, And I think that one of the local high schools was there because there was, like, 12 people, like, all, like, warming up and meeting. And then here I was, like, with my vest on and, like, a selfie stick and running through. And I was just like, hi, everybody. And they were like, what? So, um, yeah, I'm kind of like that weird. I mean, everywhere I go, I'm kind of like that weird dude. But, you know, definitely around here, I'm that weird dude. But I hope I, still, I, hope I run into him. Um, yeah. Jason Gray, do you offer merchandise? I do. Uh, on a lot of the videos, there's a, a Teespring listing where you might see some stuff there. And soon, I'm going to uh, have more stuff for the Etsy shop as well. So keep an eye out for that. I'll post information on that in the Strava group. Uh, I'll probably make a post on YouTube as well, but I'll, that's where I'll announce it first. Um, Steve Ehrenberg says, when you run in the city, do you set watch to auto pause, manual, neither? Um, I, my, my opinion on that has changed, mainly because of Strava wankers. I don't know if you guys follow that, uh, like that Twitter account, but um, I used to set it on auto pause because like, you know, it's the pauses were not my fault or they were for water stops. And I just wanted to get a sense of like, what was my average moving pace? Um, and a lot of times my runs were run commutes. And so I was just like, you know, let's see how far like my running was. Um, but lately I've been more of the opinion that like, you know, just leave it on. Who cares? These are all training runs. So, um, I just leave it set to like always record. Although like sometimes I did it. I thought I had set it to like, just like never auto pause. And then like it paused when I was at a stoplight one time. This was back in Chicago. So I just got to check on it. My intent is to just set it on so that it runs the entire time. Um, I want my elapsed time to be the same as my run time. Uh, athlete uh, Demage says, thoughts on UCAN products? Have you tried them? Uh, I'm very interested in UCAN products. Um, I know a lot of people use them, but I haven't tried any myself. Just have not had the chance yet. Um, CV76 says, ESPN 30 for 30 tonight on Bruce Lee. Oh, that's interesting. He's an interesting guy. Um, let's see. J. Mike Remy says, triathlon is probably the most time-consuming and expensive sport. Yeah, I think that's probably right. Race entries fees average $700, and then there's the cost of shipping your, uh, your gear. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that, like, races cost that much. Um, but I just thinking about, like, even, like, the bike – giving access to the swimming pool, like a, a wetsuit, if you're gonna have a wetsuit, which I think most people do. And it's just a lot of stuff. It is a lot of stuff. Um, 
that's a good point. Um, Nathan N said, Mike, what was the problem you found with the Ultra Boost 19? I thought it was a little bit clunky. I thought that, like, for whatever reason, the, the amount of boost that was on the bottom made for, like, uh, I felt like I was, like, you know how, like, you know the sound that, like, horses make, like, the clop, 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 clop. I'm doing, like, the Monty Python thing. Clop, 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 clop. But, like, that sound that horses make, I felt like my foot was, like, doing that with each strike. It was, like, clop, 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 clop. It wasn't, like, a fluid, like, strike. It was, like, boom, boom. It just, it just felt really weird to me. So that was a problem I had with the Ultra Boost 19. Um, yeah, Frank LaHulia says, I thought Strava auto-pauses even when the watch is continuous. Does it? I don't know. I think, I think it's interesting the way that like Strava like processes your data differently. Um, hmm. But I thought that Strava, Strava still though keeps track of your overall time versus your elapsed, versus your run time though. And I think that that was something that that was something that changed recently, which is, I think, where Strava Wankers came into being, right? So I think, like, somewhere back in, like, February or January, they made a change that, like, everyone could see that, um, where I don't think it was visible before or something happened. I could be wrong on the history, but I thought that's where, like, all of this started, like, happening. Um, <laughs> MJM, Happy Joe's Pizza, BLT or taco? Uh, taco all the way. But, I mean, I don't eat meat anymore, so uh, I don't eat either one. Um, but, like, I've had both before. Uh, I think, like, the question you're not asking is, what about the chicken bacon ranch? Which I feel like is the most Midwestern of pizzas that you could possibly imagine. Because uh, it's got, basically because it has ranch dressing on it. I don't know if you guys follow the Twitter account, Midwest vs. Everybody. But it's basically a node to the word ope. OPE and ranch dressing and it's super hilarious and I told all my in-laws about it and they also think it's hilarious um but yeah it was, it was <laughs> uh, but that's a good question I think the the main reason I prefer uh well I mean I just like the taco pizza is more of just a peculiar beast although there is lettuce on, also on the BLT Happy Joe's pizza but like the Happy Joe's BLT pizza has I think it doesn't it have ranch dressing in it I think it has some sort of like, or mayonnaise or something is on there, something creamy. Because when you reheat it, it's super weird. Um, the taco pizza is not as weird reheated, but the BLT pizza is super strange when it's reheated. Oh, the crackling noise is back. All right, let me try reducing my, my mic volume. See if that does it. I think that's what's happening is that I'm clipping. So, all right, hopefully that'll be it. Um, Jackie Mai says $700 is the average cost of Iron Man, Iron Man branded triathlons. Whoa, that is insane. I didn't know that. And the kid is right, says if you qualify for Iron Man Kona, the race fee is $1,000. I mean, like, whoa, that's a lot. I get it. I mean, I kind of get it, I guess, because, like, they have to shut down so much. And the amount of logistics required is so much bigger. And it's order of the magnitude more complex. But like, whew, that's an expensive weekend. And then if you gotta like fly there and like some like, uh, what was it? I was saying you gotta ship your gear and stuff. Was it Mark Rainey who's saying you gotta ship your gear? Ooh, wow. Um, yeah. Mohammed Al Al Turkey says, is that what Al Al Turkey? 
Mohammed says, what about the React Infinity Run? You know, I ran in it once. It was the only time I ran in it, and but I ran in the Epic React quite a bit. I felt like it was a wider platform than the Epic React, heavier, but not overly cumbersome. So I could see why people like it for their longer runs. It has guide rails, so people that are looking for a little bit of stability will have that available to them as well. I suspect that like the Infinity Run is a bit of an experiment for Nike to see if they can replace or revamp. Maybe they're going to bring the structure. The structure didn't have a version, a new version last year, did it? Or is it this year that there is going to be a structure? But I wonder if like the structure will come back with guide rails. Um, so that's where I think that's going. But you know, the upper material was comfortable. Um, it's the fly knit material. It's good. So it's a pretty good shoe. I think I prefer the Epic React. But if you're looking, I mean, it's the best. I think max cushion shoe or the best like long low and slow shoe that nike makes um, but that's also been a category that nike has typically uh struggled with um yeah john harris says total in terms of strava total elapsed and total running time is tracked but the average moving pace is what is displayed okay very cool uh louis becerra is here what's going on good to see you here today Shannon is here. Co, I've missed out on the live stream so much this week. I've had such bad FOMO. <laughs> well, uh, I'd like to say that you haven't missed out on a lot, but then I don't want to like, you know, I don't want to downplay the fun that we are having here. So I think you did miss out on a lot, but you know what? It's okay. You're here now. <laughs> uh, and we're very glad to have you. Um, yeah, MJM says the Happy Joe's BLT does have mayo. That's a confirmation there. And it's delicious. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, I remember there was, uh, there was an episode of how I met your mother where Marshall, who's supposed to be, I think from Wisconsin or something like that talks about salads. And, uh, uh, it basically, uh, a salad in the Midwest can mean a lot of different things. And the, when he, Marshall was doing it, they were kind of teasing the, like a very, like, I think it was like like 60s and 70s where this was really popular in the midwest although it still exists to a certain extent today um these salads that would basically be like mayonnaise or i mean think of it like salad as in like potato salad like a mayonnaise based potato salad um but they could either be savory like a potato salad or sweet and have like um pieces of candy in them and apples and so like those were really confusing for me the first time I've seen them. And I do tend to see them from time to time at the family reunions. Um, and I will eat them there. Um, and it is like uh, wonderful nostalgia. Not that I grew up eating that, but it's just like, it's like a time machine. Um, and it is very fascinating uh, the way that mayonnaise is used uh, here in the Midwest. So, um, super just amazing. Um, but yeah, but the way I think the closest thing that I can kind of equate it to for those of you that are not familiar with Midwestern cuisine is like in Europe, I think in England and I guess in UK, there's something called like a trifle. So it's kind of like a trifle where it's like it can be layered with really fancy ones. A lot of times it's just mixed, but sometimes it can be layered where there's like a layer of like, like I don't know if it's just pure mayonnaise or yogurt or sour cream, something white and creamy. And then like a layer of like candy bits and then more like that creamy layer and then like fruit. Uh, and then it'll be like big and served in a big glass like tube. And then you like can eat it and scoop it out and get the different layers. It's, it's, it's a sight to behold. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> I hope people don't think that I'm mocking it. I'm not mocking it. 
it's 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 so unique. Um, it's amazing, and it is a little bit appalling because it's like, well, that's a lot of mayonnaise, but it's it also works. So good stuff. <laughs> I don't I don't know if we'll have a um, family reunion this year though. Not with like everything going on. Um, Oliver Paul says, hey, what watch are you using for your runs at the moment? Uh, this is the watch that I'm wearing. It's the Polar Grit X. So it's very similar to the Vantage V, um, but this is a little bit newer and a little bit cheaper. Um, uh, I, I've been enjoying it. I did have one day where uh, it recorded the activity all throughout the run, and then when I went to save it, I thought I saved it, and then it just didn't save. I couldn't find it. It was gone. Um, Chris King says, did you get the Alpha Phi? Would be interested in your views. I did not get the Alpha Fly. Uh, I don't have any plans to get it. Rocky Wright says, oh, where'd it go? Um, started math training today. Wow, felt like the run took so long, LOL. Yeah, get used to it. It's gonna be like that. Um, you're laughing now, LOLing now, but you won't because you're just gonna get frustratingly mad at it and that's all part of the process, unfortunately. So, yeah. Stick, stick with it. Stick with it. Give it some time. Steve Ehrenberg says, for the Infinity Run, it feels very version one, waiting for them to improve the heel, etc. Uh, it definitely felt like a version one shoe. I would give, I'll give you that. Um, okay. So John Harris says, the structure was replaced by the Infinity React as a stability Nike shoe. Yeah, that's interesting, though, because I feel like, um, to an extent, you know, Nike's been trying to keep, like, the React shoes very separate, like the Epic React, very separate from like the regular line. So you had like the Epic React, the Odyssey React, the Legend React, um, and then you had all like the regular Nike shoes on this side. But I suppose this year with the Pegasus being an all React shoes, that changes everything. So that makes sense if the Re Infinity React, the Infinity, the name, Infinity Run React? I guess maybe they're planning on having an Infinity Run that isn't React foam at some point, maybe. Because um, the Epic React used to be the Lunar Epic, I think. Unless, like, the reusing of the name is just coincidental. But, um, but yeah, that's interesting if that's going to be the official re replacement. Um, Lanny A says, I watched your Asics GT 2000 review from eight months ago. Will you try the neutral sister to that shoe, the Cumulus 22? Uh, I don't have any cur current plans to run in it. Wait, which did I run in? I did run in the Cumulus. Or was it the Nimbus? I can't remember. I, they both have cloud names. I ran in one of the two. I can't remember which one. I thought it was the Cumulus. I did run in that one. Um, whichever one I did run in, I remember liking it. It had like the disjointed um, forefoot and heel, and yet it worked for me. Normally I don't like it when they do that, when people do that in shoes, but it worked. Um, Jody Run says, currently running the 880 V10, and it's a good everyday train. And is good everyday trainer or entry shoe for new runners? Yeah, I've been really, I think that the 880 looks great. I'm very excited about it. Um, I'm going to have to pick that one up, I think. It, it just looks great. And I've, I've been hearing nothing but good stuff with, with it. Um, Mr. Random says, I think the Nike Miler may be the replacement for the Trix. What's that? I'm not sure. Um... Uh, CV76 says, my wife is on a How I Met Your Mother marathon. Yeah, um, yeah, that show, I never, you know, I forget. I think pretty much all television that happened, I think I stopped watching it um, like a season or two before it ended. 
you know, like for me, a lot of television, like the busier I got with like family stuff, like as kids came into the picture, I started like just um, following less and less television, less and less sports. But uh, I did really enjoy that show. It was um, legendary. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> the kid is all right. Says the best part the, uh, of live stream this week was probably Kafuzi made an announcement to Stevie's kids. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad they like that. But, oh, man, you know, I totally forgot. Today, I was going to, and maybe I'll do it tomorrow, but I was going to say, um, to introduce myself as it's Uncle Kofuzi, or depending for all my Latinx and my Filipino friends, it's Tio Kofuzi here, or you can call me Samchun Kofuzi if you're um, if you're Korean. So I was thinking about doing that, but I totally forgot. I'm going to have to remember to do that as my intro for next time. <laughs> um, I was thinking about that today during the run, too, because I'm like, well, like, I don't want to be Samchun Kufuzi. That's, like, one of the ways you could say uncle in uh, in Korean. But maybe I'm more of just, like, the, like, ajashi is another word in, in Korean, which just kind of means, like, um, like, random dude uh, is, like, the way. It's not really what it translates to, but, like, um, like guy. Uh, but a slight connotation of old. And sometimes it can have, like, a connotation of, like, uh, not quite boomer, but, like, someone that's a little bit younger than a boomer so like um yeah so i thought like ajashi kofuzi would be kind of funny but it doesn't have the same translation as to like uncle kofuzi or tio kofuzi so we'll figure something out <laughs> um lucas Hoseki says picked up the adios five for speed days based on the suggestion tried them today and felt great a little snug in the toe box though yeah i mean it's going to be snug it's for faster days a lot of people are going to use them for racing um, but I'm glad you like it. And yeah, if you're using it for speed days, you're going to want a little bit snugness in the toe box. Hopefully, hopefully it's not too tight for you, but I'm glad you're enjoying them so far. Um, yeah. So Lonnie A says the Nimbus is the neutral sister to the Kayano. So I must have already run in the Cumulus because I did not run in the Kayano or its sibling. I think I'm going to have to get going through. The dog is barking. That means... He's annoyed about being in the crate because I think everyone's home. When everyone's home and out and about, and he's still in the crate, he gets annoyed. He gets, he feels left. He gets he feels like he's left out. Um, Steve Arnberg says, "What TV shows are you and Mrs. Kapuzi streaming in Iowa?" Well, we don't get to stream anything because we have two kids, and so um, we have very little say. What we've been streaming, enjoying lately. Every once in a while, I can convince my kids that I'm actually pretty good at picking television shows, and this will probably be a good question to end on for today. Um, and so, uh, sometimes I get it and sometimes I don't get it right. But the last thing I put on was actually streaming on Amazon prime speaking, circling back to Amazon for today is the Kung Fu Panda series. I thought it was okay, but my daughters really like it. They've been really enjoying it. Um, so that's something that the kids have been watching. We've also been continuing our basic nonstop cycling through of the high school, musical series and the three movies. We just watched those kind of like, we watched High School Musical, the series yesterday, High School Musical one yesterday. And so far we've already streamed High School Musical two and three today. I think we started watching High School Musical two yesterday. So that's kind of what we've been streaming. Every once in a while I get to stream like the news on TV, but I'll just watch it usually like on my phone or on my laptop. What I've been trying to do is stream the local uh, news channel. My father-in-law watches KCRG9, 
Um, so I don't know what affiliate that is, but KCRG is uh, what we watch here. So I've been streaming that because they have a live stream. So if you want to know what morning news Kofuzi has been watching, that's what I watch. Uh, or I'll stream CNN. Like those are the two things that I've been streaming. Um, but yeah, um, we don't ever get to pick ever. Uh, I mean, I'm sure we could like assert ourselves and like do that, but it's just like, we're not really super into any television. I think my wife and I have not really been into any television since the kids have been born. We're kind of boring in that way, I guess. So, um, yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to leave it at that for today, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Uh, I'm going to hopefully continue on the streak of starting the live stream on time and we'll test that out tomorrow.